welcome back again here with uh, one of our award winners, Miss Yolanda Davis. She was our award winner for um, Achievement for Devotion. And today we wanted to um, talk to her and just interview her about her devotion so we can get some feedback so we can help y'all out there cultivate through those struggles. Okay, first question. <clears throat> the first question is, what does devo devo devotion mean to you? Devotion means to me uh, setting aside time to spend time with God to uh, get a better understanding of what he requires of me as his child. Um, praising and worshiping him for all the things that he has done for me and knowing that beyond uh, my control that God has everything in, in order for me and I want to be a part of the order that he has set aside for me. Okay. Sounds good. So why is being devoted to your family so important? Being devoted to my family is important because in order for me to show them who I am and who God is, I have to be devoted to them regardless as to what happens or how it happens. I want them to always know that regardless, I'm always there for them. I want to be able to show them how to live. I want to be able to help them to understand what purpose is, help them to understand what structure is, and how to be committed to their own families whenever they decide to have a family. My daughter have a family, but my son doesn't. But I want them to know that, regardless as to what it is, we should always be devoted to our family because we love them, and we pray that they love us as well. Can you elaborate a little bit more on why it's important for structure? Structure is important because we live in a world that really doesn't have structure. And when you uh, when you live when you were raised in a family that had a foundation, I believe that that foundation was laid in order for us to uh, to become the people that we are. So, um, giving structure is helping your family to become the people that they need to be when they go out into the workplace, when they go out into uh, different parts of their lives, irregardless as to what they go through or what happens, they know that there was a foundation laid and that foundation can be built on. And I, I don't believe that foundation be foundation should be destroyed. I believe that it should be built on because everybody has laid something for their family to follow, even though they may not understand it as they get older and they uh, become a part of their jobs or whatever they go to, they know that there is a right way to do things and it's best to do it the right way as opposed to doing it any other way. Not to say that- Patricia Jackson. Not to say that they won't stumble or they won't fall, but at least they will know how to get back on their feet. Mm -hmm. Good question. Good. Third question. What keeps you devoted when faced with adversity? Uh, reading my Bible and praying and trusting God at his word. Even though uh, struggles come and they hit pretty hard sometimes, but because I believe that God created me and I believe that he wants me to be his child no matter what it looks like and all my struggles and all my pain and everything I go through, I've always went to God for everything. I never depended on people to help me or to give me the answer to anything. What I uh, 
I get along by myself a lot of times. I feel like that my um, my haven was my bathroom. I could go in my bathroom and I can pray. I can get in a tub. I can sit. I can cry. I can do whatever I need to do in order to to come out of whatever I was in. And once I came out of that bathroom, I felt better. It, even though I I was still going through when in the bathroom in my private headquarters when I went to God and talked to God, God gave me the answers that I needed. So I didn't have to depend on no nobody for anything. My family have always been there for me. My brothers, my sister, my father, my sister-in-laws, my nieces, nephews, everybody in my family have always been there for me, just listening to their voices. And some of the things that they say made a difference, even though I didn't have to go to them and ask them no questions. Just smiles on their face or whatever they gave was always beneficial to me. So it's just how I am, what I do. You said a term that I've never heard anyone use, private headquarters. I feel like you should turn that. <laughs> Trademark. Can you elaborate more on that? I guess I, I'm not a, um, I'm like a loner. I like being to myself. So uh, when I was, even as a child, whenever I went through anything, I always went to the bathroom, which I call my headquarters. And even then when I got married, I was doing the same thing. I was going through struggling even on my job. I would go to the bathroom. And so I always called that bathroom my headquarters because I believe that once I got in that place, no matter what was going on, God was going to give me an answer in that place. So that's why I feel like that. that and I tell my children the same thing. If my daughter mm -hmm. called me right today and she say anything, the first thing I'm going to tell her is, Tricia, go run you some water. Get in the tub pray, read your Bible, whatever you have to do. And when you come out of that tub, I want you to call me. And when she goes in that bathroom and get in that tub and come out of that bathroom, she'll call and she said, Mama, I feel so much better. Oh, so wow. to me that's my that's my haven. I just Oh wow. Yeah. Like the headquarters. I, know. I need a headquarters, y'all. <laughs> right. <laughs> I gotta find my headquarters. <laughs> and even still to this day at uh Walmart most of the time, not too much at the school. If I feel like I'm having some struggles or whatever, I go to the bathroom, I get in that stall, and I pray. And when I get through praying, I come out of that stall, and I feel better. It's just, I don't know, that's just something that I've always done. Okay, so even you do it from, you do it, your headquarters at home, and then when you get to your workplace and you're having those issues, you take it there too. Mm -hmm. hmm. That's very interesting. So I, I don't want, you. Yeah, yes. I don't want my problems to be somebody else's problem. I don't want to mm -hmm. take out what I go through on somebody else. So I would I want to find a way to relieve that before I entertain with other people. Oh, okay. Wow. All right. So mm. at, at Cultivating Through the Struggle Foundation, we're really big on believing that um, the most significant um, teachable moments happen after going through a struggle. If you can reflect on a situation or um, something that you struggled with, and once you look back, you learn from that moment. <laughs> um, Maybe you need to break that down in sections. <laughs> um, when I first got married, my husband was 
almost unbearable. And as I was going through, my going through was more spiritual than physical. Mm -hmm. So I had to deal with that on a spiritual level. Mm -hmm. But my husband was more physical. So that uh, made my mind feel like I was losing my mind because I couldn't, uh, I couldn't comprehend how, how to grasp hold to that. But I kept moving and I kept moving. And now that I'm in this place where, I'm, where I am now, which is a whole lot better, I understand that my struggle was not because of what my husband was doing, but my struggle was because of what God was doing. God was trying to move me to a place that he wanted me, but he couldn't move me in that place as long as I was in my physical being and the pain and all the hurt and everything that I saw. I couldn't look beyond that. But then now, like I say now, when even if something happened now, I understand that God is only trying to get me to a place so my flesh can die that my spirit might live. Mm. Woo! <laughs> Now that's cultivating, right? y'all. <laughs> wow. Definitely. I can say you're one of the most humbling people I know. I don't mm -hmm. think I've ever seen you get upset. And how do you how do you do that? I try my best to uh, let people see the God in me. And being upset. It's nothing wrong with being upset because I'm only human, so I, I do get upset. Mm -hmm. But I don't want what happens inside of me to affect somebody else. I want people to really see that there is that there is really a God and he's really worthy to be served, to be praised, and to be honored. When I, I like I say, I go to my headquarters and I take my things there. So when I go to God and I'm speaking to God, he's telling me, Lonnie, you don't have to act like that. You don't have to be mad. You don't have to be angry. But I do get angry, but my anger is, it don't last. It's just totally temporary. No matter what people do to me or how they do it to me, it really doesn't matter to me because I feel like that what they're doing is they're doing it to God. It's just through me. So it's, I don't have to walk around upset. I don't have to walk around mad. I don't have to walk around angry. Because at the end of the day, there's nothing I can do about it if I did. Nice. And so can you share a little bit about you? Like, we didn't talk about you. Me. Who is Yolanda Davis? Yolanda Davis is a very quiet person until uh, I want to talk. I, I love to talk. I love to, uh, I love people, I love family. I love God, I love his word, I love to share his word. I, uh, I am a mother, I am a grandmother, I am a wife, I am a sister, I am a daughter, I am a, um, a friend to people that's probably not friends to me, but I'm, I, um, I don't do a lot, I go to work, I go home, I go to church sometimes. I come home and I just, I'm just here. And when I think about sometimes how people uh, go and do and all of this, and I'll be like, I be wanting to do that. But then again, it's not what I want to do. And I don't want to be that person that follow after somebody else. Mm -hmm. If I'm happy at home, I want to be happy, happy at, home. at home. I don't right. want to make myself say, you're not happy at home, but I really am happy, happy. at home. You know, a lot of people don't like to go to their house. Uh, there was a time that I used to 
clean house and wash dishes and do all that good stuff, but I really don't do that anymore. I know that's right. <laughs> you done did enough. I done did enough. But I enjoy life. I, I love life. I, I work two jobs. I love working two jobs. I don't have a problem with it. My body has a problem with it, but me physically, I don't have a problem with it. I don't mind going to work. And when I go to work, I go to work. I really, I mean, eight hours a day, you're going to definitely get at least seven and a half out of me. That 30, well, you know, I have to take a lunch break. But other than that, I'm going to give it my all, and that's who I am. I, like sometimes when I be at work, I be, uh, we have to uh, be a pallets in order for the pallets to go out. And I find myself doing those pallets, and people be looking at me like trying to figure out what I'm doing. But it's an order about what happens. I don't like my stuff leaning over Mm -hmm. onto the side and all this different stuff. So I'm, I'm, I'm different in a lot of ways and I can see myself being different, but I don't have a problem with that because I don't feel like that I'm doing nothing wrong. If people don't always comprehend who I am because they don't understand the person that I want to be uh, dedicated to everything that I do. I don't want to slack in no area of my life, period. And so I am that woman that I love, and I believe that God loves me, and I believe that people love me. I try not to uh, intentionally lie about stuff because I don't want to get confused because I, my anybody who knows me know that my mind is blessed and highly favored, and I can't remember a whole lot of stuff. So, And I believe that that's because a lot of stuff is garbage, mm -hmm. and God don't want me to consume that, and so it's just not there. And then people, you ain't forgetful, but I am forgetful. And sometimes, I mean, the small little bit of things I can't remember. But like I say, I don't think it's a bad thing because it's nothing wrong. Because what I yeah. I get up to go to work every morning and I come home every night. So it's got to be something right somewhere. Okay. So I just want to be that person that, that people can really see the Jesus in me. If you don't see nothing in me, I want people to really see the Jesus in me. Mm. Y'all better take out that garbage. Okay. <laughs> Wait a minute. I, hey. I need to open up some stuff. Okay. And release some garbage. I'm going to go to my headquarters and get some rid of some of this garbage. Oh, that's good. That's a t-shirt, too. Yes. Yes. I like it. Anything else you would like to add? No, I just want to say I appreciate the, um, the award that I was given. Didn't know nothing about it. And a uh, couple of days, didn't even understand it because nobody said nothing to me. So I just accepted it and like, oh, okay. And I'm like, tell everybody, well, I got an award, but I don't know what I said, but I'm so grateful to God. Because I guess I, at the time, you know how you feel like that you never, nobody ever acknowledges you mm -hmm. for nothing. Yes, you know, you yes. always, on the scene doing this and I don't and I'm not that type of person that try to uh let people see me for nothing I'm mm -hmm. a lot of times like if somebody is selling something I'll tell them whatever you're selling when you get down to your end I'll do your end but I don't want to be up there at the top and where nobody is saying nothing just leave me on the bottom and that's just the type of uh, person that I am but like I say I'm grateful for the award and I was getting all these compliments and stuff from the school, and I'm like, what are they talking about? And knowing I had already been there, but I, like I say, 
I really didn't understand. And then when I was like, oh man, I got an award. And I was just grateful to God that he cared enough about me to allow y'all to bring that to me because you didn't have to do it. You didn't have to do it. But I'm so glad that you did. And I'm glad that God, uh, it, it was, it was, it was in the making. I didn't know it, and neither did y'all probably know it. Right, But it true. was something that God had already planned because yes, God sees you, and he knows you, and he knows your struggle. And he and He smoothed his way in to make sure that everything that you need before you leave this face of this, face of this earth, you will have it. Not all your wants, but everything that you need, God is going to make sure that you get it. Yes. yes. And that's the reason why we developed this award, um, because... You see all these people get all these accolades. And not saying that they don't deserve it, right, right. but what about the people that's day-to-day -day doing stuff, yes. that's in the streets doing it? We don't recognize them as often. So that's why we wanted to um, to create this award so we would be able to give back to people like you who, mm -hmm. are, who are doing so much in the community but not right. getting the recognition that they need right. or deserve. Yeah. yeah, And we could tell when we walked in, they like, they loved them to yeah. the <laughs> They sure did. They, I was like, okay, perfect timing. When I first called and was trying to get them to do it, they were like, okay. And I was like, well, who is it for? And I was like, Yolanda. They was like, oh, yes. Well, you know. <laughs> I was like, okay. And they was like, well, because we just was going to come and just hand it to you. And they were like, well, no, we got something we're going to put together and we can oh, present wow. it. And I was like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Because not all the places we call was that front yeah. and that's like I've been at this job this particular school I know for over 10 years maybe 15 or better mm -hmm. every principal that have ever been in that school and vice principal have always treated me like I was a queen oh, the wow. secretaries I mean they all one day um that's the god they see in you yeah. they had a um what is it called when you put the bad kids in class I can't it's think of what that's. Yeah. So uh, they're not supposed to send the kids down unless they let me know that they're coming. So if I asked them, they told me they weren't coming. So I'm under the impression that they're not coming. So the kids start coming. I asked them, where y'all come from? We came from suspension. They told us to come in. I said, no, y'all not eating today, not now. I said, because they told me I wouldn't have a suspension. So I went down to the classroom where the lady was. <laughs> And I asked her, I don't know how I looked when I said it. I don't know. I wasn't trying to be, you know. So she was kind of offended. And I guess she went to the principal and she was telling the principal, telling the principal about it. And he, he tells them all the time, y'all have to be careful about Miss Davis because y'all know how Miss Davis is about her cafeteria. She don't mean no harm or nothing. And I don't mean no harm. Like I said, a lot of times I might come across wrong, but I don't mean no harm to right, nobody. Right. It's that process. I'm just, sometime I'm just misunderstood in my, uh, the vice principal that we had last year, he said that uh, women are intimidated by me because of my strength. And I never, that was something that I never, uh, yeah. never knew. So, like I say, I don't mean to harm nobody. The words that I say, I try to say I'm lovingly. Sometimes they might come across wrong, but I don't mean to harm to nobody. Yeah. You got any questions? I don't. All right, y'all. That's it. What time we at? 21 minutes. 21 minutes. All right. Thank y'all. We've got another couple episodes coming up next week.
that we're going to post but it was nice thank you again yolanda davis for allowing us to interview you and we're out signing out sign up peace peace that was good oh that was you hit so